This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. It's fine. I think we should start off complimenting Vargas because I'm going to because he died. <laughs> Everyone, let's just let's just rip the band aid. This off. isn't the show. Oh, this isn't the show. I'm starting it because Sorry. Vargas is going to edit this. Let me turn it off. <laughs> just let me turn pa- it back just put on pause and then <laughs> I think we should start off because he's editing this, right? So he has to find out where the start actually is. Ooh, you want to fuck around for a little while. So I want to compliment him a lot. So oh, he has hey, to listen to all right. that or include it in the show uh-huh. and then everyone will know. Uh-huh. What we're about. Uh-huh. I think he's more than men and I enjoy his hair and I enjoy his hair. He's very good. His hair. He has very good hair. He did good. And, and it's all about that. And it's going to grow. And he's going to look very good. He's a man. It's a good year, too. He's got a beard. I don't think he's going to beard. Just as a man. Just a man. Good and beard. He's a He's hilarious. But now that he's sat through that, I think we can go ahead and start. I agree. Uh, do you have a bit? I got one. Okay. This will be aimed kind of at because Vargas isn't here. Yeah, fucking get him. Oh, fucking Vargas. get him. No, it's not like <laughs> that, but it's just funny. You know, Vargas is not here today. And, you know, I was thinking about something the other day. Is that Vargas would never design an invisible airplane you know like wonder Woman has a visible jet mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm thankful for that because i just don't see it taken off <laughs> not just because you can't see it because the idea is just yeah yeah how would you, what's the logistics how would you do it where would you put the final lug nut? logistically what would you do i don't think you could build one because you couldn't see the pieces needed. Unless How would you see the pieces? The only way it would happen is if the, the once you tighten the last lug nut, if it then turned invisible. But that's outrageous to think. That would that would be more well, outrageous. The, the logistics of that too would be crazy. <laughs> I think invisibility invisibility in general would be crazy because like you just shut your eyes. Well, you if you shut your eyes, your eyelids are invisible. Everyone's invisible if you shut your eyes. I can't see you if I shut my eyes, can I? Invisibility. I always think the best use of invisibility is from Mystery Men when Kel's character, he's, in, he's invisible, but only when no one looks at him. <laughs> so everyone's like, okay, this guy's crazy. But legitimately, he saves their, everyone's life by he says, everyone turn around, don't look at me, goes invisible, does the thing, and then turns back around and everyone looks at him and his clothes are off. Yeah. Because it's more of like a disappearing, act, like he disappears, you yeah. know, but he's still material. It's very, you know, the it's logistics of, of that too are also we look we can't get into the science of every movie ever made because no. we'll be here for hours we would be here forever i uh and you're wondering who we are maybe no probably not uh we're very famous you wonder maybe wondering why someone why are we only hearing two voices yeah why someone isn't talking it doesn't matter what matters is that this is debates on tap this is a podcast where we drink we argue and someone wins however however this week is a special episode because we're mourning vargas <laughs> No, no, it's afternoon. It, it, you're right. I'm sorry. It's uh, long time of day. We are missing our favorite boy. And uh, again, doesn't matter why. Sometimes things come up. Sometimes things happen. Just don't go looking for him. He's don't fine. Ask questions. He's fine. He's fine. Don't ask anybody where what don't happened. walk around and say, hey, where's Vargas? People will be like, because uh, yeah, what if something happens to you then? It, it could happen to you. Something could happen to you if you are around asking too many questions. So if you ask too many questions out there. Guess what's going to happen? We can't tell you. We can't tell you. But what I can tell you is I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And we're fine. We are totally fine. Our friendship fine. is fine. Our friendship's fine. The it's weather. Stronger than ever because of the recent bond we've had to make. <laughs> Just you and me in a room <laughs> with each other. Yeah, uh, the weather outside is frightful. 
But you know the, what's really delightful? You know what makes two people bond better than anything, in my opinion? A beer. A good goddamn beer. And what are we drinking today? Well, this is <laughs> the... <laughs> This is you and me bouncing off. Yeah, man. This is going to be a fun one. This is we are just two bouncy balls in a room of rubber. Wow. This is are we white eggnog stout from our friends at Cinderblock Brewery, and this was a seasonal release around Christmas time, of course. And boy, it is delicious. What do you think at the top? It says crafted for life over and over again. What does that mean? I would imagine that if I read this long paragraph, it might tell us something about oh, it. I'm not yeah, going to do that because we have no. To it just talks about show. how good it. Is. It talks about what it is made. You know, of. crafted for life. Uh, I didn't know if life it was like a. Living. I didn't know if it was like a charity type thing. That's or something what I was, like I was thinking it was, but uh, life yeah. is for living. That's but our good know. friends at Cinderblock. We love them. Love them. Might have some news to announce. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe don't get your panties all in a, a tussle. I don't know what panties get in. Never know. <laughs> uh but bright guy and i this is very good we're having this now last night brian and i were hanging Mm. out we had their champagne flavored cider yeah that was inspired that was fine it was good it was a it was a very smooth smooth, it was very smooth cider that uh you know you drink it and you're like oh i can't drink a lot of this because it's champagne you're like no it's only cider it's like six percent i woke up and i felt fine i was like man i had i between brent and i we had a full (laughs) bottle each like why am i not fucked up oh yeah because it wasn't actual champagne it wasn't from the region in france where everybody always that's true does the jerk off motion so this week being just the two of us of course vargas he's not actually dead no, he's yeah, at home for as long reasons as outside of his control. As long as you don't ask questions, he's not dead. <laughs> right. And his memory will live on as long as you don't ask questions. <laughs> uh, but he will be joining us again, of course. Uh, so this is just a one-off episode, just to bring in the new year. That's right. We are Kansas City's most consistent podcast, so and we, we have to stay that we way. We have to put out episodes on our schedule. And if, if we don't, we, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Do you see what happened to Vargas? Look what happened. We missed, we, we missed one onslaught, <laughs> and now he's down. One of us, one of us <laughs> just keeps getting picked off. It's the genie's curse. <sighs> it's that monkey paw, baby. You it's know? just like, getting smaller and smaller. You're going to be the most consistent podcast, but but if you don't. Um, so, yeah. So, we're gonna, we have a couple things we're going to talk about. It's mainly just Brian and I just probably just going to fuck around for a while and yeah, talk about stuff. So for as long as we want. We're just going to warn you up front on this Monday morning. Then it's just Brian and Brendan just just talking about some stuff. And that much we like our get. brains, yeah, it's going to be all over the place. I would say the first thing I I didn't I didn't run this by Brian. Whenever we were talking about the shit we want to talk Uh-oh. about, but I do want to talk. Let's talk about the CDC. Let's talk about Cinder's for oh, disease yeah. control. Oh, I thought you meant the Cinder Commercial do Disc uh, Center. <laughs> Cinder Commercial <laughs> Disc. No, I just I was going to say Cinder, but I was like, that's not it. That doesn't work. So yeah, so we touched on the NFL episode how there have been changes to the isolation period for COVID. Now we are in year three of the pandemic. At some point, you just call it hell. Yes. So we have the Omicron variant, which there's still a lot of research being done, things like that. But our hospital, we're finding with Omicron is that it is very contagious. It is easy to pass along, but symptomatically it is a, little, a milder than COVID and Delta, and especially with for those Epsilon, uh, double vaxxed and, and boosted. Yes, correct. So we're finding that 
Omicron is very contagious. It is easy, easier to pass along. Um, how I've had a couple of coworkers who've been out with COVID, but have had very mild symptoms, family members over Christmas who, who tested positive say, for COVID. I, I would actually imagine that the major over 50% of people have probably had it and not known. I would agree with you because that's the crazy thing about COVID is that, um, um, God forbid, if you get it, let's start there. Like you don't want COVID to begin with. Um, but we're finding, yes, that, there, that it is just like a random assortment of like, it looks like God or COVID or whoever throws a dart at a board and goes, yeah, that person is going to get this shit bad. This person's going to get a fever for a day or two and yeah. the, or, you know, and, and the symptoms are crazy because, you know, there's so many things when it comes to how a virus affects your body anyway, based on your general health, your genetic makeup, their environmental factors. Like there are many different things that go into it other than just your human body versus a virus. Right. And Omicron is essentially, if you're playing the game, plague Inc. Plague Inc. I love that game. Had it for years. You want the virus to spread quickly without not a lot of symptoms. You do. And then you want to ramp it <laughs> because yeah, because you can spread it quickly, but that, but people, go, but people go, yes, they, it produces antibodies and, and everyone it. goes, oh shit, this thing's everywhere. We got to calm this shit down. Yep. But now that we're in the real world where you can't mandate and vaccines. No. <laughs> and so yeah, so basically the CDC recommended because of the variant, because pe- more people are getting vaccinated, boosted, things like that. Um, if you do test positive for COVID, CDC is now saying you should isolate for five days down from the 10 to 14 days. And if you're asymptomatic, or your symptoms are resolving, so 24 hours without a fever, you can basically unisolate and wear a mask recommended uh, for five more days to minimize risk factors of infecting other people. Residual, yeah. The, Brennan, that seems pretty like a like it was well. I'll, let's talk. Made. Let, yes, let's talk about. I think they're there, and this is what I'm actually reading. I found this article uh, through the CDC from a science journal, basically uh, that talks about. W- a couple reasons why this happened and a reason why we know a big reason why it happened. So essentially what we found is that the change is motivated by science demonstrating that the majority of SARS COVID two uh, transmission occurs earlier in the course of the illness, generally in the one to two days prior to onset of symptoms and two to three days after. So that's that weird thing we found that when COVID first ignited the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that, you know, you wouldn't be symptomatic at all for like a good like couple weeks mm-hmm. and then suddenly you'd be symptomatic and again, God forbid you get it and like and who knows what happened to you over that course of that little bit. But what they find is that right before you get symptomatic, right before you get a fever hypothetically and while the virus is incubating in your body is that before you get symptomatic a day or two before that's when you're most likely to produce more things to then spread to other people. Because again, that's what we talk about. The reason you wear a mask is to protect other people, other people, yeah. not yourself, you know, everything like that. Um, so that's why you want to wear a mask and to reduce the risk of transmission from your body. Right? So that's a big reason why the other reason that came out why this happened is because the Delta airline CEO pressured and lobbied the CDC, which is a government agency, right? Yeah. Which sucks, but to decrease the quarantine times because of short airline staffing, canceled flights, 
passengers, you know, things like that. But no, there's no guidance. You look through these guidance, and you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But then it's kind of like, well, do I still need to do a test? Because I could still be transmitting a virus for days after this thing. Or what happens if I, I don't have a fever 24 hours, but then in a couple of days I get another fever yeah. but I, and I'm already out working on an airline and in a air in a aluminum tube in yeah. the air. You and know what not I mean? To mention one of those flus could have, or one of those fevers could have been the flu. Correct. So it's, uh, it's baffling. It's weird. It's the wild, wild west out I, here. Baby. I kind of understand why they did it because at, we're at the point in the pandemic where people unfortunately are just like, we're living with it, right? Like, yep. we're not, we don't want to, I don't think we're in a position where we're hypothetically ever going to get rid of COVID. It's um, the flu. We're going to get, we're going to get to the point where like yearly yeah. boosters vaccines yeah, are yeah. going to be the norm for COVID. We're just pro- like flu shots. We're probably going to get, yes, much like the flu shot yearly annual exam. Please God, get your flu shot. Um, wear a mask. If you feel ill, if you feel ill or if you just want to, like, or if, yeah, or if yeah. you just want to. Yeah. I was going to say, because uh, one thing I would like to know, and I haven't done my own research, which is a very popular term in 2021, <laughs> of course. Uh, but, I, I would like to look at because Eastern culture, when you don't feel well, right, it is expected that you wear a mask, right? Yeah, totally. And I would love to see just uh, years ago from, you know, 2015, whatever flu deaths on P on countries that wear masks. Oh yeah. Just during, dur- even during flu season, during yeah. flu season, mm-hmm. even if they're not sick uh, versus flu deaths in like America. And stuff. S- I think that'd be a good don't start it now because then you're going to get caught up in it. No, I'm not. And I want to do something. I want to talk about something else. I don't want to anyway. <laughs> talk about when this comes out. This will be if you don't stop typing on your fucking phone. I'm what just Googling something, d- something different. Something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I, let's yeah, we'll say that for another day. Yeah, yeah. but I'm I wanna, writing it in a note. So I remember that's it. fair. That's I'm, you and I will probably FaceTime later and talk about yeah, it because <laughs> uh, it's we're the only two friends now uh, that either of us have. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we're cut off from the snow. It, this feels like we're in the thing. It does. It does kind of feel like that. And we're no one so one of us each other is, anymore. One of us or Bella is the thing. Don't touch Bella. Um, <laughs> Just hypothetically. She has a thing. This is the third day of 2022. And a word that gets thrown around a lot around this time of year mm-hmm. is resolution. Yes. Now, last year I did. Let me f- tell you all the resolutions I did. This, this <laughs> yeah, year. I did a funny little bit last year. You should go listen to our, our our New Year's episode of 2021. I had a list of resolutions, and they were absolutely ridiculous. Right now, one thing I don't because famously, Brian, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions on this last day of this year? New Year, new me. <laughs> what are you doing in your head right now? Because I'm doing I the typical. You're, I know you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Stay in character. Do it again. <laughs> Brian, how do you feel about near new me? Because let me tell you, it works for me for like a couple of days and then I stop because the old me was fine anyway. <laughs> actually, that's what kind of what well, I'm saying. Actually, well, actually, call this episode. Well, actually, Vargas, Vargas, you heard it. You handsome man. Well, actually, this episode, uh, th- I've, I've grown a little bit. I still do not like resolutions. I think mm-hmm. if you because uh, the, the thing, the thing I don't like about them, most people who have them do not come up with them on the first. They yes. have them, you know, a week, two You're, weeks ahead of time in your brain. A lot of people are already thinking. Yes, yeah. of like, here's what I want to start tomorrow. Yeah, so just or do next week or this week. And, and let me tell you that that does not work for long long term habits or changes. I think it's I think it's six weeks of doing something consistently every day forms a new habit. Where do you think like resolutions came from? 
I think it's just this, <sighs> this idea of literally like in the back of your mind, new year, new me kind of. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be a fun, fun, maybe not fun to, to look at the etymology of the word. New yeah. Resolution. New Epidemiology. Resolution. <laughs> Let's look at the, the, the virus growth of new year, new me. Yeah. But uh, I just, I've come a little, I've come yep. a little bit, right? Okay. I understand that You've some what? people I've You've come I've, a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> In this year. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Three days. Yeah. yeah. But uh, last year, uh, it, I just, I've come around a little bit to think, okay, I understand people. They kind of need that starting line, right? Yes. Some people need that starting line to me. If you, if you think, oh, I want to lose 25 pounds. uh, It's, you know, December 29th, right? Or December 27th. Yeah. I want to lose 25 pounds next year. Start now. Start yeah, December 27th. Start December 28th. I'm know. telling you, because this is this is what I did, essentially, is that I, I, I'm I like Brian. I don't really make New Year's resolutions. Um, Molly's grandmother is big on, like, Christmas New Year goals. Like, what are your goals for the year? Like, more of, like, think long-term-wise, not, like, quick, yeah. I want to lose five pounds, you know? Um, but, like, I, I just because I'm having a child in five months. What? Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, actually, um, I started kind of thinking of like, I mean, I want to be healthy and, and live a better life for my child and things like that. Not only to set an example, but also for like my long-term health. Yeah. You, know? you want to be around it longer. And like, because of the many pandemic years we're now in, I fell off the gym. My motivation decreased, things like that, as well as my eating habits were pretty bad. Even though my my wonderful great wife, our marriage is fine. We don't ever argue about anything. Uh, where you know she was talking to me about you know eating better or trying to push me to eat better and things like that. In the past few weeks, I've I've been doing that. You know, I I just sat down one day and I wasn't like tomorrow or New Year's. I'm yeah. gonna start eating better and watching calories and actually trying to to just be healthier. And you know, let me tell you, it's it's a lot easier to just start one day. Don't be too strict. I was to say it doesn't have to be feast or famine. No, dude, you like can ease into it. Brian, Brian has always been very helpful in this in this way of oh god <laughs> of coming around of essentially telling you that like a lot majority of the time for like weight loss weight control that calories in versus calorie out is essentially all you need to look at. Like there are a lot of uh, other it's factors a, in your genetic makeup, makeup yep. things like that. But generally, for most people, if you literally just start at I'm going to eat normally for like a week and just follow along with there's, there's so many great um, uh, calorie food diary ca- counters, you know, mm-hmm. that you can just Apps just casually phone. just yeah. like, Oh, I ate this thing this morning. Let me put that in my phone real fast and just see like, okay, these, these are the calories I'm maintaining for a week, yep. right? Let me just cut out a few calories for this next week and also look at your activity level. You know, like I work at a hospital that has countless stairs that I found myself, you know, um, even if I was going from a a couple different uh, levels, many times a day, I'd find myself, okay, I'm just going to take the, I'm going to take the elevator this one time. Then it was, that was quicker because that was way quicker but then you you miss out on all the elevator conversations you love those i know you boy do i love them (laughs) so um but but no then i started just just casually like okay well my activity level because i didn't go to the gym this morning is probably lower for my calories uh Mm -hmm. out right so i need to just take do the stairs more today and so that's what i do you know and i start doing things like that and i will tell you listener i know you were invested in the life of brendan kyle stewart (laughs) I've lost 
and again, my weight fluctuates. Everybody's weight fluctuates yeah, throughout yeah. the day, things like that. So I, I, well, I did not weigh myself before I started this journey I started on mm. because I, I'm not, I'm like, I don't weigh myself constantly. You know, like I, I don't like that. Nor should you. But the last time I weighed myself, I was uh, like 205, 206 ish. And last time I've weighed myself, which was, I think yesterday, I was like 194. So like, just like casually over the past few weeks, just not doing anything yeah, <laughs> significant at all. Yeah. Just like watching my calories, being mindful of like, okay, well, if I have a donut with my lunch today, because I work in a setting where there are a lot of yeah. treats and sweets from nurses and uh, therapists and everybody. Skip your dessert. Yeah, night. just just at night, I just got to be mindful of, okay, well, this this is these are the calories I can allot. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, like, to circle back, resolution should not be either a grand giant goal. Just make like just tiny life, just like lifestyle changes. Yeah. Essentially, you know, goals, like, is, goals is great. Goals, goals, is a great goals way are to put it. very important for your life. And I think that if you start small, then you can tip a domino and like just keep escalating your goals. And then one one more small thing, and I think it's becoming increasingly popular, which I uh, am happy about. You, you shouldn't feel the pressure to turn over a new leaf yeah, or totally, to totally. become this new person or to do any of that stuff uh, because that's not what I don't think that's the purpose of what resolution started as. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel this weight on yourself or this guilt if you break resolutions because that happens. I, I would say 98% oh, of resolutions are yeah. broken. How, like and what's the stat of like new gym memberships oh yeah, like that, at the start of the year? As and then a guy like, who worked in a gym for yeah, years, they then after a month, they fall off like eight, it's about the middle yeah. of February, yeah. about six weeks and you go back to kind of the, you, you'll gain a couple members, right? right? But you'll lose a couple longtime people that move or whatever. Yep. So you go back to about the same rates yep. as you were about six weeks after. And so all that does, all these resolutions do most of the time is make you feel guilty for breaking right. them eventually, putting added stress on your life of like, I have to keep this resolution. Right. Like I keep breaking my resolutions every year, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be a monumentally different person. Totally. You can make tiny little totally. changes. Say, oh, I should start therapy this year. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you definitely should. If you have, if you have never done it, I recommend it. It's not for everyone, right? But it's for, I'll say it's for most people, <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people, uh, <laughs> so, but you don't have to carry this resolution around. Yes. Or like some grand plan of like, I'm going to, volunteer and vo do more, you know, blah, 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 and charity and go to the gym every day. It's like, no, man, just start with like a walk. Yeah. Start with, hey, talking to a friend who is emotionally available to talk, but hey, can I just like tell you how I'm feeling today? Yeah. Or like tell a therapist, like just call a therapist and be like, hey, I just need to talk about how I'm feeling today. Like um, online, there are online listening things like we are not sponsored by something like better help for example sure, but like sure. there are better helps out there there are therapists available to listen to you and talk to you in actual offices in the town you live in yeah and it, it, it might just be something simple as that is just like just talking to a friend about like hey man this is this is some of the stuff that's bothering me today and i just need to get this off my chest because you'll be so surprised a lot of time just like sometimes talking your feelings out loud Saying it out loud to another person how much better that will make you feel yeah and if you're lucky you'll have you'll have the body of a former friend in your basement that you can just say whatever you want to it was randy hargis you know <laughs> hypothetically yeah, yeah just that's a good name to make up it doesn't mean anything <laughs> uh brendan what's i think my favorite show that i watched this past year was season three of what we do in the shadows totally pretty sure that was my favorite uh viewing experience of the year 
It was phenomenal. The, the new sunny season was great. Very good. Very but funny. I think pound for pound, laugh for laugh. I think I laughed more right. at what we do in the shadow season three. And like, and again, this is not a slight against it. It's always sunny at all. It better not because I'll kick you off. I will make this my own podcast. And one, I've also not finished the new season of it's always sunny. Mm. But also what we do in the shadow season three did something with the characters that mm. was built over the course of this whole thing. Yeah. And like after uh, because uh, good friends of the show Ty and Greg talking to them about what we do in the shadow season three. Um, I remember Ty talking about as he was going through the middle of season three. He was like, you know, I still think season two is way better. And I was like, wait, please finish it because yeah. I'm telling yeah. you like not only do I think season three is just as funny as the previous seasons, but it does something so different with the characters that I think that's where the where the juice is. Yeah, and boy, it, I would agree with you. It's one of the better or not if, if best like TV viewing experiences I've had. It's great. And I, I use that segue to because I know you want to talk about Matrix Resurrections. Matrix Resurrections, baby. To kind of close this bad boy out. Because a, a while ago, we had the conversation here on the show. Here on the show on and Another Thing episode. Vargas insert whatever it was. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, uh, where Vargas basically brought up the whole idea of like, do creators owe the audience anything? Yeah. And I right? think we all vehemently said no. Yeah. I, I, yes, we vehemently, we all agreed, yes, that that is not the case. Creators don't necessarily owe you anything about their art, where their art is going, things like that. The reaction to Matrix Resurrections, and, and again, if you don't like it, that's okay. Yeah, right. Don't talk to us about it. But I think some of the reactions in the people who hate it, because I think right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 68%. Okay. And even the audience score is pretty similar to that, which... You don't really ever see that an audience score and the critic score kind of meeting, you know, but a lot of what the matrix resurrections does is basically telling you in the first act. It is very meta of telling you, Hey, this is what the studio was going to do. And it even calls out Warner brothers, the parent company that that puts out the matrix, right? That they were going to do the matrix resurrections without the Wachowskis without Lana oh, okay, Wachowski, okay. right? And then you, then it kind of makes you go. Cause I remember like l- seeing some of this, you know, about like where they first announced matrix a long time ago. Um, it was this whole idea of like, well, WB announced the new matrix. We don't know if Lana, if the Wachowskis are coming back like Lana Wachowski and um, her sister who I can't think of her name, but she's basically retired. Like she is done with directing yeah, yeah. essentially after the, you find out this whole story that this whole story about like, um, the Wachowski's parents passed away. A good friend of theirs passed away and essentially um, the one Wach- Wachowski sister, not Lana who wrote and directed uh, resurrections. That sister was done. Like she basically was like, I can't deal with the pressure of it's a lot. Man. This whole thing things like that. I can only imagine what they're going through, but you hear the story about like, well, they weren't going to make the matrix or they, they were going to make the matrix without Lana. Anyway, Lana signed up to do it and she has this amazing quote um, and this is not verbatim, but it's something I think is very powerful where she talks about, you know, like, you know, they asked me to do the matrix. I didn't really have a story. I didn't know because again, the matrix trilogy, which I love essentially, there was no other plan to do more matrix, right? After two, a- after three, oh, okay. after the third one. And after she decided to come back, you know, she talks about how parents passed away. A good friend passed away and she was laying in bed crying and, and not really sure of what this new matrix was going to be. And then basically what brought her around is the story of um, Neo and Trinity 
and how these characters they created 20, 30 years ago were basically in their, in, in her life still not to replace her parents, but still to be like almost like a surrogate to like that idea of creating something and continuing it on, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think you read that quote and then you watch the movie and you're like, okay, I see exactly what, what she means. And is the matrix resurrections a perfect movie? Um, no, I mean, the action is not as good as the old Matrix movies, things like that, because one, everyone is older. <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves and, and Carrie Ann Moss are older. Still look great, though. Um, and, and I think act fine in this movie. But also the uh, stunt uh, choreography team is not the same team they use for, for the Resurrections. Well, and at the time, bullet time was so new. Was that something it was blew everybody. Yeah, away. just blew everyone away. And so some of the, and again, going back to like reaction stuff and that was just kind of the seed of like what Lana was doing with this movie. Lana Chowski was doing this movie is that opens up with, you know, so many, I can think of, you know, I watched Ghostbusters afterlife in the theater and it's such a nostalgia grab soft reboot of Ghostbusters that it's just like, okay, like what are we doing? You know? And as fun as like Spider-Man no way home is I can't there's so many home like spider-man home movies like this new spider-man movie yeah it's no way home. it is such a fun movie but it is built on the hey remember this hey remember this yeah, thing yeah. and which nostalgia can be fine as a device in something but the matrix resurrection specifically calls out like this movie is not going to be the soft reboot nostalgia machine right yeah, yeah. and it's not going to be that that's what the whole first act of resurrections is is basically a very meta take on that whole reboot re resurrection of a franchise. I thought, yeah, I thought it was weird when, when Lana came on camera and she was like, Hey, this is hey not going to be a reboot. The movie just and stops. Just walks she off. walks and she goes, Hey, just so you know, that's what happened. That room, and, and yeah, and the room only had three walls. It was crazy. And then it just becomes basically a story about Neo finding Trinity again. Like that's the crux of the story. And I've seen wild takes about this movie about like, or wild reviews about this movie are basically saying that like it is that two meta re- reboot driven thing. And it's like, I don't think you watched, watched and understood what the movie was trying to say. And again, if you didn't like it for what it is, that's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is coming from someone who thinks the same reaction is very similar to what happened to last Jedi set a few years ago, where that is a very upfront Ryan Johnson taking the reins of star Wars and going like, what you think is going to happen and what star Wars is we're taking a left turn, man, because yeah. we're not doing that again. And Pete and it was critically well received, but there's a very vocal, small group of star Wars people who said that I didn't, I didn't call them nerds. Yeah. Who just said, I, I, that sucks. I hate it. I hate what you did to it. And Ryan Johnson has replied to several people on Twitter about like, you know, why, why did you make Luke's not a badass and blah, blah, blah. And, Ryan Johnson's like, did you watch the original trilogy? Like he was a fucking goober. What Luke's journey was of like, you know, the force and like the Jedi made him lose like everyone in his life. Like his father turned away from that and died from the emperor was corrupted by, you know, and, and then telling this very simple story of like, you know, whatever the Jedi try to build and things like that. And this just grand order of blah, blah, blah. It's broken down and just being like, it's all around us, man. That's that's the basic idea of being a Jedi. You can anyone can be a Jedi. It doesn't have to be a Skywalker or a Palpatine or et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, a Jedi is all of us, you know. And and I think that's that's a powerful way to put it. But 
but yeah, the, the Matrix Resurrections, I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I love the Matrix trilogy. I love this movie. I love what it says, what it does and where it goes. And it just, it's, it's sometimes just kind of wild to see like this whole conversation of we have constantly of like, Hey man, they did not make the movie <laughs> for your, ta- for yeah. you specifically. They're telling a story. They're telling a story it's that not your, that they <laughs> feel is necessary. <laughs> yeah. And I think is refreshing in this, I, this whole world of like every reboot is like, or every sequel to a movie from years ago from an old property is some soft reboot, you know, like, well, be, because it makes money that way. It does. Yeah. Pe- uh, people love nostalgia. That yeah. That's a big part of it. Yeah. I love nostalgia. It's great. I don't uh, I don't need to see if they rebooted Hot Fuzz and <laughs> yeah. they were and it was just or, or references American remakes of that. Yeah, that'd be bad. And it was just references to Hot Fuzz. It'd be like, what, I'll just go watch Hot Fuzz, I guess. Oh, uh, right. boy. Hey, you know what? I Yeah, I hope this was an OK conversation for everybody. You know, I'm, we sure, did I'm it. sure people have some thoughts about some stuff we said. Don't they always? Maybe there are they louder thoughts now that it's just <laughs> you and I and the voice of reason isn't here to calm us down. Maybe maybe but that voice of reason will be back next week so you'll have that and if you didn't get enough of the, the gruesome twosome here you can check out <laughs> the nfl show every sunday uh that's going on going strong of course vargas and i have the onslaught there will there will not be a new episode this week but right. there are 23 episodes you can go back yeah, and man. listen to the, the the ghost episode's really good. The zeal and ardor episode is phenomenal. It's great. So good. There, there's a lot of good stuff about the the history of bands and the 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 battle between these bands. We're diving we're diving into the history section now. So if you, if you want to if you're at all a passing interest in heavy metal, you should uh, you should check it out. And that's every Wednesday. And that's called the onslaught. Um, and, and I don't and I don't say that I love the onslaught a lot because sometimes you, you guys love reference it me. Oh, um, but it's nice that you do. And I, I would highly recommend g- listening to those episodes, not just because they reference Brendan and his love for ghosts, the satirical sa- satanic band, um, but because it is a fun dive into, into these bands and, and, and carrying on through who, who is the best of these bands. That's not Metallica. Who's Spoiler not alert. Iron Maiden. Who's not, <laughs> not your Priest. favorite band. Yeah. We know that. Hey, thanks, but appreciate no it. Appreciate the endorsement. It's the least I could do. Uh, check us out. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a rating. That is a way That's to a help huge us. Huge thing. Uh, boost boost our our voice to anyone because we can end up on the explore page of stuff like that. So whatever you listen to us on, give us five stars uh, or one star if you want to be a dick. And I will find you. It does tell us who gives us one <laughs> it, stars. Yeah. It doesn't tell us who gives us five, but it, it gives our name and address to people who give us one yeah. star. So if you want to end up like Vargas, uh, go ahead and click one star. I guess that's right. Otherwise, don't ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that about does it. Thanks for listening. Bye.